Shalom to all. Today's office is Kuf We are starting at the top line, the fourth word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha, Her Neshama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yontif, Ben Asher Anshul, His Neshama Shadav and Aliyah. And we're describing what happened the day that Rebbe died. The Gemara tells us that Hu Yaima Denach Nafshed Rebbe, the day that Rebbe died, Gazer Rabbanu Tanisa, the Rabbanu were Gazer a fast day. Ubal Rachmi and they were diving for mercy so that he wouldn't die. Vamri and they said, Kol Ma Adamar Nach Nafshed Rebbe, anyone that verbalizes that Rebbe died, Yidkar Becherif, he shall be stabbed with his sword. Slikam Asin Rebbe Leigro. The maidservant of Rebbe, she went up to the roof. Amr and she said, The upper realms want Rebbe and the lower realms want him. That the lower ones should overcome the upper ones. Since she saw how many times he was going in and out of the restroom and he had to take off his tefillin and put them back on and it was very painful for him, Amr, she said, It should be his will that the upper ones are stronger than the lower ones. However, The Rabbanan didn't stop diving for mercy so therefore Rebbe wasn't able to die. Shakla Kuza, she took a barrel, Shadim Igril or she threw it from the roof onto the floor, it shattered, everyone got stunned, Ishtiku Mirachme, so they stopped diving for him, Venachnashi the Rebbe, and the Rebbe passed away. Armel Rabbanal Barakapara, the Rabbanan told Barakapara, Zil Ayin, go inside and go see what's with the Rebbe. Azal, he went, Ashkhed Nachnashi, he saw the Rebbe had passed away. Karl Levushe, he tore his clothing, Vahachel Karl Achayre, and he turned the tear of the clothing around to his back, so when he walked out of the house, people wouldn't see. Pasach Amar, he opened up and he started saying, Er Elim Mitsukim Achzuar Nakhaydash. There were Elim, which are the Malachim, and the Mitsukim and the Tzadikim. They both held on to the Arna Kaidash. Nitzchua Arilim Samitsukim, Minishba Arna Kaidash. The Malachim won over the Tzadikim, and the Arna Kaidash was captured. Amrulay, so they asked him, Nachnafshe, did he die? Amrulay, he told them, Aton Kamrisu, Banolik Amino, you were the ones that said it, I didn't say it. Now the Gemara tells us, Bishas Petrasa Sherebi, and Rebbe passed away. Zokaf Esar Etzba Isav Klapimala, he stretched out his ten fingers up to Shemayim. Amr, he said, Rebunishaloyim, Golavidul Fenecha, it's revealed and known before you, Shiagati Basar Etzba Isav Taira, I toiled really hard with my ten fingers in Taira. And I didn't even benefit from this world, even the amount of the work of one of my fingers. should be the will before you, that there shall be peace in my resting, meaning, I shall have peace after I die. came out and said, He will come in peace, they will go back to the resting places. The Gemara asked, hold on a second, it should say, He will come in peace, and He will go back to His resting place. Why does it say, He will come in peace, and they will go back to the resting place? The Gemara answers, this is right for when a tzaddik leaves the world, this tzaddik is coming. The tzaddikim should come and go out to greet this tzaddik that's coming. And they tell the tzaddik that's coming, he shall come in peace. And then the Pasuk says, they shall go back to their resting places. That's referring to all the tzaddikim that came to greet this tzaddik. All those tzaddikim go back to their resting places. And Omar Blazer, when a tzaddik leaves the world, there's three different groups of malachim that go to greet him. One of them tells him, come in peace. One of them tells him, he walks an upright path. One of them tells him, when a Russia leaves the world, there's three groups of destructive angels that go to greet him. One of them tells him, there's no peace, Hashem says to Roshayim. One of them tells him, he will lie down in sorrow. One of them tells him, Go down and be laid with the Harelim. And the Mishnah continues talking about a woman collecting her ksuba. The Mishnah tells us, If she's in her father's house, she's allowed to collect her ksuba forever. However, if she's living in her husband's house, she's only allowed to collect her ksuba for 25 years. That's because within 25 years, she's going to end up doing favors proportionate to her ksuba. Throughout 25 years, she gives bread and salt and other things to the neighbors and friends 
that come to visit her. And at the end of 25 years, she basically ends up spending all of her ksuba, so that's why she's going to lose it after 25 years. That's our mayor's opinion in the name of Shem Gamliel. Say the opposite. If she's in her husband's house, she could always collect her ksuba. But if she's in her father's house, she only gets to collect it for 25 years. And we say that if she didn't collect it after 25 years, that she was Michael on her ksuba. So let's say she died. Her yarshim, they have to mention her ksuba within 25 years. If they mention her ksuba, so then clearly they haven't been Michael on collecting it. If they didn't mention it, then clearly they're Michael on it. Now, I'm going to ask Rav Yosef on Rav Meir's opinion. A poor woman who has the most basic ksuba and Martabas Baisis who had a crazy huge ksuba, are we saying that both of them, after 25 years of doing favors for the neighbors, are going to end up spending their ksuba? How could that be that they both have an equal amount of time? So Amalai, he responded to him, based off of the camel, that's how much you load it up with. If it's a strong camel, you load it up with a lot. If it's a weak camel, you don't load it up with so much. Same thing. A poor woman is only going to give away a little bit. A wealthy woman is going to give away a lot. Both of them are going to end up giving their ksubas away at the end of 25 years. Now, Ibayl, who asked the following question, according to mayor, do we prorate her ksuba? If after 25 years, we say that her ksuba is done, so let's say her ksuba is the base 200 payment that a standard woman would get. So let's say after five years, she demands her ksuba. Do we prorate it and say that we subtract 40 from her ksuba and she would only get 160? Or no, do we say that since she collected within the 25 years, she gets her entire ksuba? The Gemara concludes, take it, we're going to wait for Eliyonavi to come and answer that. Now we can take explaining the Mishnah calls and said that if she's in her husband's house, she's always allowed to collect the ksuba, but if she's in her father's house, she only has 25 years to collect it. But normally I buy the Yosef, if I ask Rav Yosef, if she comes before Shkia, at the end of the 25th year, she gets her ksuba, but if she comes after Shkia, at the end of that 25th year, we're going to say that she doesn't collect her ksuba. By Hiporta Chilta, we're saying that with that very little bit that she just missed the time, she came a couple minutes after Shkia, all of a sudden we're saying that she's Michael her ksuba. Amr Leisar Yosef told him, in, you're 100% right. Call me the That is what the Midah Chacham is. Barbayim saw Tevil, Barbayim saw Chaser Kort of Eni Yachalitbal. A mikveh has to be 40 saw, so a person could be Tevil in 40 saw, but if the 40 saw is missing a tiny bit of water, so he's not able to be Tevil in it. So yes, the Chacham made a cutoff. 25 years is the cutoff. If she comes before she gets her ksuba, if she comes even one minute after that 40 years, so she loses her ksuba. And Amar Vihud Amar Rav, Hey Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi Lefnei Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi gave Edus in front of Rabbi, Sha'ar Mishum Aviv, he said in the name of his father, This is only talking about if she doesn't have a Shtar Ksuba, so after 25 years she loses her Ksuba. But if she has the actual Shtar, she could always be Gavar her Ksuba. Whereas Rabbi Lazar, Amar Rabbi Lazar says, Even if she has the Shtar Ksuba, she's only allowed to collect it for 25 years, and if she doesn't collect it after 25 years, even though she has the Shtar, we view it as if she was just Michael it. Now, Master Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis asks on what Rav had quoted. We know that Balchav Gaiva Shaloi Bahazkara. A Balchav can collect his Chayv even if he never made mention of it. Even after 25 years, he can still collect the Chayv that's owed to him. Now, Hechidami, what's the case talking about? If he doesn't have a Shtar, but my Gavi, so how is he able to collect this Chayv? He doesn't have a Shtar. It must be that we're talking about where he has a Shtar. And the inference that we make is Ubal Chayv who Dolav Barcholihu. It's a Bal Chayv that he's not going to be Michael this money that's owed to him. But if an Almana doesn't collect after 25 years, even though she has the star, it seems to be that we will say that she's Michael on it. So that's clearly not like Rav. Now the Gemara tells us, He himself, Rav Sheshas, asked his question and he answered it. That really, we're talking about where the Baal Chayv did not have a star. What are we talking about over here? Where the one who's Chayv him the money is Maida that he owes him the money. So even after 25 years, he's able to collect his Chayv. Whereas the woman, if she does not have her Ksuba, after 25 years, we say that she was Michael on it. As the Gemara of Amrav Ilar of Ilah says, Shainin, they taught in Abraisa, Grusha Harei Kabal Chayv. That a Grusha is just like a Baal Chayv. Now, Hechidami, what's that case that a Grusha is like a Baal Chayv? If you want to say we're talking about a case where she doesn't have a Ksuba, then my Gavya, so 
how is a grusha able to collect her ksuba even after 25 years if she doesn't have the ksuba? So al lavin must be the Nikita ksuba, where this grusha has her ksuba. And what's the inference from here? Ugrusha he the lav basachulihi. A grusha, if she was divorced, she's not going to be Michael on her ksuba even after 25 years. However, we can learn from here, ha'almona chilta, that if she's an almona, she is Michael on her ksuba after 25 years, even though she has the document of the ksuba. So Gemara says, no, that's not a raya. Over here, we could also be talking about a case where the one who's chayv her ksuba is maida, that he never paid it to her, meaning her ex-husband admits that he never paid her the ksuba, so therefore he would have to pay it to her even after 25 years, even though she doesn't have the document. And therefore, Rav's case can still stand that if she doesn't have her ksuba, she's meichlet after 25 years, but if she has her ksuba, so then she's not meichlet even after 25 years. And over Nachmar Yitzchak, he tells us, Tani Rav Yehuda Bar Kaza, Bimasnisa Debe Bar Kaza, Rav Yehuda Bar Kaza taught in a b'risa, which was taught in the base Medrash of Bar Kaza, Tavak Ksuba. So let's say she was Tevea her ksuba within that 25 years. She went to Bezin and she said, I want to get my ksuba. That's just like the beginning, meaning that restarts the 25 year count. Since within this 25 years, she demanded her ksuba, so clearly we see that she's not Michael or ksuba, so now we restart a 25 year count. And if she has a star ksuba coming out from her hand, meaning she has the actual star, she can collect her ksuba forever. So we see this b'risa is raya for what Rav said. Rav Nachem Bar Chizda sent the following question to Rav Nachem Bar Yaakov. Please teach us, Rabbi. The machlek is between Rav Meir and the Chacham in our Mishnah. Is it talking about when she has the ksuba, or is it talking about only when she doesn't have her ksuba? Namely, we know that Rav Meir and the Chacham argue in two cases in our Mishnah. The question over here is regarding the second case, where she's in her father's house, Rav Meir holds that she can collect her ksuba forever, and the Chacham holds she only has 25 years. The question is, are the Chacham saying that even though she has the ksuba, she still only has 25 years, or is that only when she doesn't have the ksuba? But if she has the physical paper of the ksuba, she could collect even after 25 years. And another question, who's a halacha like? So Shalachalei sent him back a message. is if she doesn't actually have the shtar ksuba. If she actually has the shtar ksuba, she could always collect her ksuba. And the Gemara continues. Rav Dimi and Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. He quoted Rav Shem and Pazi, who quoted Rabbi Shuab and Levi in the name of Bar Kapara. This is only taught that she loses her ksuba in regards to the base payment of either Amana or Masayim. But even after 25 years, she still would get the Tosefes. The Tosefes is not the base Ksuba payment. This is something extra that her husband added on. So even after 25 years, she would still get that payment. But for Rabbi Avo, I'm Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Avo said in the name Rabbi Yechonon, I feel Tosefes ain't law. Even the Tosefes she doesn't get. And why is that? Dom Rabbi Evu, I'm Rabbi Yanai, Tanai Ksuba Ksuba Dami. The Tanai Ksuba is just like Ksuba. And the Tosefes Ksuba is like Tanai Ksuba. And if she doesn't get her Ksuba, so she doesn't get her Tanai Ksuba either. And it's Marnami, it was also stated, I'm Rav Abba, I'm Rav Huna, I'm Rav, Loishanu This is only taught regarding the Manu Masayim that she loses after 25 years. Avodah Yisafes Yeshla, she still deserves a Taisafes even after 25 years. Now, Amrali Rabbi Abba Rav Huna, Rav Abba told Rav Huna, Amr Rav Hachi, did Rav really say that? Say Rav Huna wasn't exactly so sure what Rav Abba was trying to tell him. So Amrali Rav Huna told Rav Abba, Ishtikan Ka'amrit, Ayishkayan Ka'amrit. By you exclaiming to me, did Rav really say that? Are you trying to keep me quiet? Meaning, are you saying it sarcastically? What did Rav really say that? Or are you saying to give me a drink? Ishkayan Ka'amrit means, are you saying it to give a drink? Like when someone says something really good, you say, Oh, give him a lachayim. In other words, are you happy with what I said? And so you're saying, give me a lachayim. So I'm really Rabbi Abba told him, Kamino, I was trying to quiet you because I don't agree with you. And now a story about demanding the ksuba after 25 years. Hamasid Aricha, the mother-in-law of Aricha, in Tasachua Havai, she was married to his brother. So Rabbiya's mother-in-law was married to his older brother. And she was an almana in her father's house. Meaning Rabbiya's older brother died. His wife, who was Rabbiya's mother-in-law, went back to her father's house. And he, Rabbiya Aricha, fed his mother-in-law, who's his brother's wife. 
wife for 25 years in her father's house. But then he stopped feeding her. So Amrle, at the end of the 25 years, she told him, Havli Mazaini, why don't you keep on feeding me? I need food. Amrle told her, Laslach Mazaini, you don't get any food anymore. So she said, fine, Havli Ksuba, give me my Ksuba. Amrle told her, Lai Mazaini, Eslach, Vlai Ksuba, Eslach. You don't get Mazainas or Ksuba because after 25 years, so you're clearly Michael on it. So Tavasa Ladina came to Rab Barshila, she brought him to the entire to Rab Barshila. Amrle, so Rab Barshila told her, Chiaricha, Emily, Easy, Gufa, the Uda, Hechehava, please tell me what exactly the story was. Amrle, so he told him, Zanisa, Esimucham, Eshanim, Beinasha, I fed her for 25 years in her father's house. Bechai Demar, by the life of master, Debchavtayam Taila, I brought her food on my own shoulders. I used to bring her food every single day for 25 years. Amrle, so Rab Barshila told him, Tayamai, Amrabanan calls Manchi, Bez, Bailogavik, Subasta, Ilam, why is it the Rabbanan said that if she's in her husband's house, she's allowed to collect Ksuba forever, and after 25 years is not considered like a Mechila? That's Misham Kisufa who delight Tava. That's because she's embarrassed to be Tavayar Ksuba. She's living in her husband's house, the Yarshim are feeding her, so she's embarrassed to say, I want my Ksuba. So that's why, even after 25 years, it's not a Mechila. Hachanami, so it's over here, Misham Kisufa who delight Tava. That's only because she was embarrassed to ask you for the money, that's why she wasn't Tavayat from you. You used to bring her food every single day. It's embarrassing to ask you for the Ksuba. So she clearly wasn't Mechilit, even though it's 25 years. Zil Havla, go give her a Ksuba. Ariha didn't listen to this psak. So Kasavla Drachta Nikhsei. Rabbar Shila wrote an Adrachta for her on his Nachasim. What's an Adrachta? An Adrachta is a shtar, then now she's able to go and take away some of his property from him. But now also come to Rava. Rabbar Shila went to Rava. He wanted to try to appeal this decision. Amrlay, he told him, Khazimar Hechidan, I want master to see what was judged against me. Amrlay, so Rava told him, Shapridanach, he judged you very well. You have to pay the Ksuba. So now Amrlay, she spoke up and she told Rava, Ihachi, if that's really so, that he has to pay up, Lazel Hadr Li Perid Minhu Yaima so that means he should also have to give me all the payers that he benefited from this land from the day that this Adrachta was written until right now. Because the moment that Adrachta was written, that field really belonged to me, and he's been eating those payers, and those payers are really mine. So not only do I want the field, I want all those payers also. So Amrla, Rava told her, Show me your Adrachta. Chazieh, he saw, do I have a cost of ba, that the following was not written in the Adrachta. That we know that these Nechasim, that the Adrachta is written about, are the Nechasim of the one that passed away. Now, the only rights that she has in Rav Chiaricha's properties are the rights to the properties that he yarshined from his brother. But she doesn't have any rights to take away from his own personal properties that he had without any connection to his brother. And that's what this line in the Drachta is supposed to be saying, that we know that these properties that she's going to be taking away come from her deceased husband. But it didn't say that. So Amrullah, Rava told her, Adrachta lav shaprik your Adrachta wasn't written properly. Amrullah, so she told Rava, Tezla Adrachta, forget about that Adrachta, put it to the side. At least let me take back the Paris from Rav from the day that the Achraza, that the public announcement was made until now. Because in this situation, they already started this public auctioning off of properties. So we already know which property is supposed to be hers. Forget about that Drachta. So she's saying, at least let me take the Paris from then. So Amla Rava told her, You'd only have the rights to collect those Paris if there wasn't a mistake in that Drachta. But in a situation like yours, where there's a mistake in this Drachta, Les Lomba, you don't get any claim to any of the Paris because this Adrachta is not valid in the first place. Amrle, but she continued asking Rava, you yourself said, that there's a Chraz and a Shtar, even if the Cypher mistakenly didn't put it in there. We already had this numerous times, there's Machlaikas, but clearly Rava holds that even if a Shtar doesn't have a Chraz written in it, that's just a mistake of the Cypher, of the scribe that wrote the Shtar, and there really should be a Chraz in it. Same thing over here, even though there isn't a Chraz written in the Shtar, I still deserve to take Paris that he ate illegally. So Amrle, Rava, Rava told her, in this star adrachta, you're not able to say that there's a toh cipher. And why is that the baha with this adrachta? I feel Shila toy. Even Rabbar Shila himself made a mistake. Rabbar Shila simply miswrote the entire thing. 
It's not that he forgot to write something about Achrayas. He simply didn't write a proper Adrachta, so the whole thing is not a valid star, and therefore you're not able to take the payers back. And now the Gemara just explains where Rabbi Barshila went wrong. Meikara, who saw her originally, Rabbi Barshila held, Hani Vahani Didei, that both of these properties are of Chiarichas. Malimihani, Malimihani. What does it make a difference if she collects from properties that he got from his brother, or if she collects from properties that are his in no connection to his brother? Either which way, she has to take from property that Rabbi Aricha has, but Valahi, that's really not so. She really only has the right to take from properties that used to belong to her deceased husband, but not from properties that only belong to Rabbi Aricha. And why is that? Because if we're going to say that she's allowed to collect from the personal property of Rabbi Aricha, Zimnin, there might be some times, the Oslo Mishab Chalhu, that she's going to take from the personal property of Rabbi Aricha, or again, just in a regular case, the Amman is going to take from the personal property of the one that's supporting her, and she's going to She's going to take care of this property and she's going to make it go up in value. And with Baila Machasvi, the properties that used to belong to her husband are going to get all ruined. They're going to fall into neglect and disrepair. And then he's going to tell her, you take the property that really belonged to your husband and give me back my property. And then it's going to turn out that all investment that she put into his property ended up going to him. And at the end of the day, she's going to be left with properties that originally belonged to her husband because the one that's supporting her has the right to halachically do that. And again, these properties that used to belong to her husband have already fallen into disrepair, and then she's ending up with a short end of the deal. Then there's going to end up being a laz on the Bezdin. People are going to see that she ended up with really terrible properties, and they're going to say, oh, the Bezdin's terrible. They don't care about this poor Almana. Why did they give her such terrible property? So therefore, in order to prevent the situation, the only properties that she has read to collect her super from is the properties that used to belong to her husband and not any other properties. Hajim al-Khanoi say, Mazdor for finishing the 12th parak of Masechah's Ksubas, just like we were going to finish this parak together. We should be going to finish the Masechah together. And of course, all of Shas together. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with the very last pack in the Masechta. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.